At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Goodyear Assurance Weather Ready. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive Simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com. That's the way tire buying should be. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to 2 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Boom! What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. Wow. TireRack.com, we'll be get there. Awesome stuff. Uh, welcome in. By the way, the TireRack guys are in South Bend, Indiana. That's where their headquarters are. And I'm going to, uh, I'm not going to skirt South Bend because I'm in Chicago, headed to West Lafayette. Going to call the uh, Purdue game against Illinois tonight. And then Ohio State, Indiana tomorrow night. Uh, but, again, if you know uh, this area, I'm not sure people understand how close in proximity the University of Illinois is to Purdue or how close Purdue is to Chicago, um, how close they are to each other. But uh, should be a great atmosphere. Mackey Arena, it's a got to be a bucket list. If you're a hoop fan, it's a top 10 on any list. Uh, one, because of it's like a stage in a pit. And the other part is they're awesome. Those two things. The fans are awesome. So it's going to be fun tonight. Uh, should be good to go to IU, although they're struggling. They lost last night to Nebraska uh, badly. So And then Michigan loses at home to Minnesota. Some interesting Big Ten hoop stuff. All right, that's enough of the college basketball talk. We got some NBA talk as the uh, Denver Nuggets come storming back after a disastrous third quarter. They have a comeback in the fourth quarter, and Nikola Jokic hits a uh, basically a half-court shot to win the game against the against – the, Against the Warriors. Got a little NBA stuff, plus continuing strife within the Lakers and lots of things going on within that league. There's always drama there. This is the final weekend, week 18 of the National Football League. Um, We'll have a chance to get to the Belichick thing a little bit. This is Bill Belichick's last game. Perfect Bill Belichick game, by the way. Like, if you think Bill Belichick, you think, okay, he was coaching the Jets for a day, hates the Jets. Guess who they played the Jets? 
He's sick today. Couldn't do his press conference. Right, So you know he's going to just look miserable on the sidelines on Sunday. It's going to snow. No team is ever more prepared for the elements or has won more game, games in the elements. The most famous game that the Patriots won was against the Oakland Raiders. And that Oakland Raider game was played in the snow. That was the tuck, the tuck rule game, right? That's probably the most famous non-Super Bowl game that they've won. Are we okay with that? I'm seeing some nodding. I'm seeing some questioning. I usually defer to buyer on it. But I would say, like, when you think of Belichick and the Patriots, you probably think, because that was the tuck rule that, was, that led them to their first Super Bowl. So, I don't know. Terrible weather. He's under the weather. They play the Jets. It's going to be ugly. And, oh, yeah, by the way, winning actually hurts the Patriots long term, but he didn't care. Probably find no way to win the game. And not only his job may be on the line, so could Robert Sala on the other sideline. So we got some NFL storylines. I did want to get to the Trevor Bauer story and give you a little bit of background here. Um, uh, I, you know, I, I gave a take on Trevor how long ago was that, Jay Stu? It was when he started tweeting um, the facts in the case that is now resolved. My take on Trevor Bauer was pretty simple. It was whether you like Trevor Bauer or don't like Trevor Bauer, um, this, dude was, this dude was done wrong. And what troubled me most is um, I am like, look, I'm a dad. And I'm a human. I'm a former athlete. Um, And I know of, for example, I'm not going to divulge. I don't think it's been made public yet, but there is a brewing story in college basketball of a player being accused of sexual assault of a teammate's sister who is not of age. Okay. And um, I actually just had a conversation with one of my daughters last night. It was like really, un- it was a little, un- like we talk about a lot. We try and flush out and talk about a lot of big topics. And it was the, hey, um, you're going away to college next year. I know people drink at college. I'm not going to sit here and you know tell you like you can't drink. You know, you know the rules. You cannot drink and drive and, and let's not drink to excess. But the other part is like, you have to be very aware of your surroundings and who you're drinking with and don't go into anybody's room and all, all this different stuff. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a human. I would never violate a woman that way. I'm very sensitive towards it, as anyone should be. On the other hand, equally sensitive of people making stuff up because it takes away from when really bad things happen to really good people, now it's boy becomes boy who cried wolf, even when it has nothing to do with those victims. But I was really bothered. I'm just bothered by the fact that like the MLBPA always has their uh, union representatives, has players. The narrative is most powerful union in sports, and yet here's a guy who's a star player and a story was made up about him made up about him and uh, you know like a woman made it public he lost a hundred plus million dollar contract with the LA Dodgers 
And where is the union stopping and saying, hey, this isn't right. This guy should be playing baseball if his talents are good enough. It's never been about talent with him. So, again, this is all full disclosure. We don't have to we don't have to tell you any lies. Trevor Bauer's people reached out to us and said, hey, uh, we'd love to do a podcast with you. We'd love to do a live interview with you. And I said, that's awesome. I said, let's get on the phone and discuss it. And all we did was just kind of talk. Um, I don't do interviews, and Jay Stu can attest to this, where you can't ask about this. Unless it's there's a legal ramification. And uh, we're going to do this Trevor interview at some point here in the very near future. There was no can't go there. Uh, he did a an interview with Fox News. And I want to make a bigger point about it, but here's Trevor Bauer on Fox News yesterday. I know that I've made mistakes. That's kind of what I'm trying to focus on. Um, How do I get better from the experiences that I've had? Uh, I've made mistakes in my personal life. Um, I'm really detail-oriented when it comes to baseball and my training, but I didn't apply the same level of scrutiny to my my personal life. And uh, I made mistakes. I agreed to do things I shouldn't have done. It was reckless. Um, It hurt a lot of people along the way. Uh, made things very difficult for Major League Baseball for the Dodgers, my teammates, friends, family, people close to me. Um, so I've done a lot of reflecting on that and made a lot of changes in my life to, to address that. Um, not having casual sexual relationships anymore, for, for example. Right. So, like, you're discussing some things which are kind of uncomfortable for most people, right? Like, if you're single you're and you're a grown up and a male, you should be allowed to do what you do. I saw Greg Doyle who is a, he's talented as a writer for the Indie Star. And his caption uh, or quote tweet of that interview is, oh, you were bullied as a kid, like, boo-hoo. And I think, and this, Jay Stu predates you and I working together. Dan Byer predates you and I working together. Lorraine obviously predates uh, us working together. But I said this about Jameis Winston, just so we're aware. You know, like, it's completely... Jameis Winston, whatever you think of his personal life before he's gotten to New Orleans, because it does feel like he's kind of become like a lovable, affable character with uh, with New Orleans as their backup quarterback. Um, but Jameis Winston, when he's in college, and look, he did dumb stuff. But he was three times... Three times he had to go through the process of clearing his name. A Title IX investigation. If you know anything about Title IX investigations on university campuses, it's the margin of the the burden of proof is not high. And this it's it's not a kangaroo court, but it is it's also not the court of law, and it generally sides with the victim or alleged victim. He was cleared by the Title IX investigators. There were no Chargers, there's not like he was cleared of all this stuff. And even to this day, if you bring up Jameis Winston, you're like, oh, yeah, didn't he do something to a woman when he's in college? Like, no. Now, the the deal in Arizona was creepy and inappropriate okay, and not acceptable. But one of the reasons the punishment was so harsh was, well, because we all think of him as doing something wrong when he was in college and his name has been cleared. And it's a weird thing that we do when people have stories made up about them. Where they 
even though their name is cleared, they still carry a scarlet letter. And again, don't any don't go running to social media and saying Gottlieb's pro violent offender. Absolutely not. But what's the point of having courts? What's the point of having hearings? What's the point of having all this stuff? And I mean, for Bauer especially, like you just go to his Twitter and he is allowed to write. No one. This I've never seen this ever. Ever in a civil case where one person sues another and they give up the case and then he's allowed to defend himself and tell what really happened, put out pictures and videos. And you're like, this is a complete sham. Yet he's carrying a scarlet letter like he did something wrong. And he's even apologizing, not for doing anything wrong in the, or doing anything illegal, but for putting himself in that situation, which, OK, I think it's super mature of. It's super mature of him. Like, hey, I'm, I'm just, and I think he talked about it there some. He talked about it with me some. Is like, he is, he's kind of like a sports nerd. Wasn't super super social. And some of his interactions were seen as kind of awkward. That, that's what he's known for, right? He was kind of awkward. He was like, yeah, dude, I'm just, I'm a weirdo. I get it. I was kind of that way when I was an athlete. You know, especially when I was in high school and whatever, like if you go to public school in Los Angeles or in Southern California and you're smart, but an athlete and, you know, when you get uh, especially like middle school and early high school, you're not necessarily mainstream. You kind of do your own thing and some people can be super awkward. So when you're kind of painting a backstory and then to have a writer make it seem like you're shaming him for talking you through how you got some sort of social awkwardness. And again, I'm, I am pointing out Doyle because Doyle does this and he does not read the room and he can be an ass clown sometimes. And this is one of those particular situations. He can do some good stuff, too. He's a talented dude. I'm not going to sit here and tell you otherwise. But I think what Doyle speaks to is what a good portion of America thinks, where even though there is a there there is a litany of documents and videos, and he's allowed to speak on it, and no one's arguing with the fact that this was a complete one. Well, it was a setup, and two, it was a, a sham that he did any that he did something illegal with to this woman. He's still going to carry a scarlet letter, which is a, just a. It's an amazing part about our society. Like we're supposed to live in this incredible country where you're innocent until proven guilty. But for whatever reason, as a man, when the accusations are so awful and they were awful accusations, no doubt. I mean, I, I said I was wrong because I said, like, look, if this is true, that dude should never touch a baseball again. Shouldn't wear a cap ever again. You don't treat human beings, women, anybody that way. That was wrong. And that's the only real res- real response you're supposed to have. It's like, man, we're wrong. How do we, how do we make it so that we can identify accurately which is, a, which is a sham accusation and which is real? And I, I just think it's one of those things where, and this doesn't happen often, it doesn't. Women don't make these things up often, but they do. There are some that do. Um, 
let me ask you, Jay Stu, because I would I would say that you were another person who, when the accusations came out, you're a Dodger. You wanted nothing to do with the Dodgers uniform. Nothing to do with baseball, a sport that you'd love. It's near and dear to your heart. Did the interview do anything for you? This is what it did for me. And just to be clear, when the, when the accusation first came out, obviously I probably was guilty of reacting to the accusation in the in the case by one side. And then as it played out, I've come to the conclusion that Trevor Bauer likely did nothing wrong. Or put it this way, Trevor Bauer did nothing that she wasn't asking for. And I mean that literally. It seems like if you read the court documents and stuff, she asked for a lot of things to be done to her in the bedroom, and he obliged. Um, Everything was above board and consensual. But I think the reason why he's been... uh, informally blackballed by Major League Baseball is that the details in this case are creepy and they're uncomfortable. And I just don't think that most teams want to associate with somebody who has partaken in that and actually spoken about it publicly or at least addressed in court. So I think that has been my take for a while now. I I think he deserves another chance. I just don't know if he will because of that. I Because of the details. Um... So that's kind of where I stand on this. And and listening to him him speak there on Fox News, I think his PR has shifted, his PR strategy. And I give him credit for this. Early strategy was I was I I didn't do a thing wrong and I'm going to prove that she lied, which in recent years that's a really aggressive stance to take. And I I give him credit for that. He's been pretty consistent on that. And now, it instead of, I was done wrong and she lied, it switched to, wait, there were some things that I did along the way that were not great, and I apologize for the position I was put in and I, the other positions I put people in. And I, I appreciate that strategy. I just don't know if it's going to work. We'll see. Um, Byer, what about you? Did the interview do anything for you? I didn't listen to it. I didn't see it, unfortunately. But I, I do think that he should be allowed a second chance in Major League Baseball. And the other funny thing about this is, you know, I, I don't want to compare it to the Deshaun Watson situation, but I'm, I'm going to. You have a scenario where one was uh, obviously consensual and then the other situation was not. And when you talk about their reputations – Prior to these incidents, Trevor Bauer was always thought to be an oddball, right? And Deshaun Watson was perfect gentleman, but the the you know the the guy that you know everybody wanted to be out there smiling and everything. And and Bauer was just you know didn't get along with people, didn't get along with his college teammates, and it was just you know just weird. And I think that that we kind of take some of that and carry it over with Trevor Bauer now. It doesn't matter with Deshaun Watson anymore, but I think I think that maybe Bauer's reputation of being a you know kind of an oddball, this situation that he was in, even though again it was all consensual, is all against him. But I do think that he does deserve a second chance, and I think he'll get it. I, I actually do. Um, Lorena, you're the only woman on this staff. What do you think? Well, I um, I didn't watch the whole interview, but I have heard a lot of rumors about it from my producers and things. Um, I, I I think the whole thing's a little messy, but if he was found 
not guilty, right? It was all consensual. I think he should be able to play again because that stuff shouldn't haunt you afterwards. It's a it's a it's a hard one. Uh, uh, Jay, I, I I think Jay Stu, I think you're I'm like you're it's one of those this is like a um Do you guys ever play Sim City? Yes. Stu, do you ever play Sim City? No. Never, really. Buyer Sim City? No. When we played Sim City, you're you're basically building a city, right? And you had to figure out like, okay, am I gonna put am I gonna put like a nuclear power plant or put like wherever I a trash dump site like in my city or am I gonna pay to to get rid of that that trash? Right. And the thing is like everyone's like, Well, you gotta have a power plant. Like, okay, but not in my town. <laughs> you know? You you gotta have a tra- you gotta have a trash dump, but not in my town. Right? Oh, he's gotta get a second chance. For your team? No, 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 not my team. Put it on somebody else's team, right? Like baseball Siberia. Like, no, he's really good. So it's a it's a weird place for us all to be in, right? Where I do think most people think you should get a second chance. Um, but it's, should it be at a premier club? Because premier clubs are really worried about their image. But is your image all really that bad when you didn't actually technically do anything illegal? It's just his very personal life got exposed because somebody somebody tried to pull a, you know, pull a scam on us. I'd encourage your thoughts at Gottlieb Show on Twitter, on Instagram. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporting handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRat.com to see their general tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. This is going to be a fun weekend in the NFL because... I mean, it's a little bit like bowl games. Some of these teams, like, are you playing to win? Are you not playing? 
you know, you put a backup in there and you think there's going to be a drop-off, but some of these guys, you know, Snoop Huntley, for example, is going to get the start for Baltimore. Baltimore tries to win every preseason game. Why wouldn't they try and win this game? And, oh, yeah, by the way, like Snoop Huntley, who led him to the playoffs last year, did fumble right at the goal line. Otherwise, they beat the Bengals. But, you know, guys that come in off the bench, they're trying to prove that they can still play, either solidify themselves on the current roster or on somebody else's roster. So it can be some interesting, interesting games. Let's welcome in Mark Dominic. He spent 20 years in the NFL front offices and scouting, former general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, um, you know, people do the rest versus rust thing. Like, is there really any question here with the Niners? I, I, I guess the question is this. We learned last year, uh, Brandon Staley told us, you can't sit everybody, right? So who can you sit? How do you do it when you're trying to figure out, okay, who do I rest for week 18 and for the Niners and Ravens? You got next week's rest as well, protecting them from injury and preparing for the playoffs. Yeah, I think every club looks at it a little different, but I'm a believer in resting as many guys as you can. If you start to rest, you know, certainly the quarterback, it's just too critical for, you know, the 49ers, certainly too critical for Baltimore to see something happen to those two guys would be just devastating right before the postseason when you know how much is on the line here in the next couple of weeks. When you start to arrest anybody on the offensive line, that gives you more reason why the quarterback shouldn't be in there. And then you got to arrest your elite players. And look, the National Football League isn't fair. Some guys are going to get a break. Some guys are going to have to play. And some guys are going to have to step up. But, you know, I'm a big believer that you just you, you take some of the, the threat, the uncertainty off the field to make sure that when it becomes around, because you've played 16 games to get to this point, to be in the postseason, that you don't want something to slip up. And, yeah, could you still lose your, your left guard? Could you still lose your number two corner or maybe an outside linebacker? Absolutely. Every game you can. But take that threat off the field if you can. And I agree with what they're doing in those two clubs. Um. Bill Belichick's very likely to coach his last game in New England. And as I painted it, Mark, couldn't be better, right? He's sick this week. So, you know, he's going to look miserable. It's going to be miserable. It's going to be snowing. Um, They're playing the Jets. He doesn't like the organization. His team's not great. They're going to have to try and get blood out of a rock in the bad weather. It just, it feels like a perfect Belichick game. But for somebody who was in the league and running a club, during the peak of the Patriots dynasty, mm-hmm. what when when he walks off the field, let's say it's one last time, at least for the Patriots, what goes with him? Yeah, I mean, I think what you're talking about, the amount of Super Bowl he's been a part of is just tremendous because we think about just his run with the Patriots, but then you think about his runs with you know the Giants and, and what he's been able to do there with his NFL career. How many Super Bowls he's been a part of is legendary. It, it truly is legendary. And I think that's the thing you think about, or I, that's what I think about when I think of Bill Belichick is, you know, this guy's been parts of so many outstanding football teams, has been to the big show so many times, has a wardrobe of, of Super Bowl rings that, you know, it's going to be hard to ever be matched. So maybe he never catches the win total. But in terms of the postseason production, it's as good as it gets. And so that's what I think about when I think of Bill Belichick. You may not like him, you may love him, that kind of thing. And certainly everybody lives and dies by the quarterback, and certainly the Patriots are dying by the quarterback. But uh, in terms of a football coach and getting the most out of his players uh, when he needed to, this guy did it. And he had an elite team. He had really good football players around him. But, you know, there's a lot of teams we can look at, right, Doug, over the years. You can look at the Green Bay Packers. You can look at the Saints. You could look at the Colts. You know, they didn't win a lot of Super Bowls, you know. So you can sit there and say you've got great players, but you've got to find a way to win a lot of Super Bowls. New England did. And, yes, you know, Tom Brady's the GOAT, but New England did it and, and went all the way to the finals. And so that's what's been so impressive about him and his run with the Patriots. No, no, no question about it. Um, 
on the field. Lamar Jackson's going to have a bye. He's got a great defense. Uh, the rest of the AFC is kind of a mess, right? Like Kansas City, they can't catch the football. That seems problematic when Pat Mahomes is your quarterback. Uh, Buffalo starting to learn how to run it, but not sure they can stop anybody. And, of course, you know, is Josh Allen going to throw a big pick? Uh, Miami seems to have a little bit lower ceiling than some people think, and now they're banged up, losing Bradley Chubb defensively. Like, I could go through all the AFC, and you're like, yeah, the Ravens have everything going for them, and they're going to have two weeks to rest their dudes, but Lamar has only won one playoff game. Do you see a different player when you watch the tape? Yeah, I see, I see a team, uh, not just a player. You know, I think Zay Flowers was such a tremendous impact for this football team and, and the right player for them to take. You know, somewhere I got to think Ozzie Newsom's just smiling, knowing that he put the team into Lamar Jackson's hand with his last draft and, and where that's taken this football team. Baltimore's shown you a lot, right, over the last couple of weeks, like dismantling the 49ers, dismantling the Miami Dolphins. Like, show me your best. And I think the most interesting thing is kind of what you brought up is uh, when you look at the AFC before the season, shoot, Duggan, you and I were talking about it's Aaron Rodgers, it's Joe Burrow, and it's Russell Wilson, you know, it's Justin Herbert. None of those guys are going to make the postseason, you know. It's instead it's Joe Flacco and it's Gardner Minshew possibly, and, and so it's kind of interesting how this is all flipped. I think the team that's scary is Buffalo. I think if Buffalo can find a way to kind of rally one more game against the Dolphins. They become the team that maybe Baltimore is most concerned about seeing, but won't have to. So it's an AFC that when we start the season, everybody said it's just going to be a bloodbath, and, man, this going to be so loaded. And now it seems like it's just Baltimore, and it might be the Buffalo Bills, and everybody else is just kind of kind of puddling into the postseason saying, we're good, Cleveland's playing great defense, and you got to love that. They're playing smart ball. But Baltimore is certainly playing the most complete game by far, and that's why I think Lamar Jackson is going to continue to roll with that. Um, A.J. Brown seems to be a bit of an issue for the Eagles. Now, he's like, look, it's not about targets. It's not. It's, you know, he's defending his guys or whatever. But it does feel like there's at least some level of distraction to A.J. Brown. Um, where do you side in Philadelphia's play calling and their offensive woes? What, what, what's really at issue there? Yeah, you know, I can, I can understand his frustration. I think every time when you get a football team that's kind of not playing to their light, right level. There's going to be guys that are sitting there saying, I know I can make a difference or I can be the difference on this football team. A.J. Brown certainly has seen, you know, last week when his targets dropped in half. Uh, that, I think that really was frustrating for him. But up to that point, I mean, he's been targeted, you know, over 12 points or 12 times a game for the last four games prior to that. So, you know, I don't feel sorry for A.J. Brown. He's, he's got over, over 150 targets on the season. He's certainly a big piece of why they're having success. They, they certainly need to go back to him, and, and I think they will. But uh, I don't uh, feel like it's a spot for him to sit there and bellyache of it, and I don't think that that's where his mindset is. He's an important piece, and we all know that. But I think the bigger thing with Philadelphia is you know, being able to move the ball on the ground more efficiently and being more uh, involved in that. And when we've seen what we've seen our last couple weeks – is Jalen Hurts down to eight carries a game, only one touchdown on the ground. Swift is averaging about 15 carries a game with only one touchdown on the ground. That's how you beat the Eagles is you don't let them become a running football team. And I think that's what teams have done and figured out that, hey, this is how we can beat this team. So we'll see what the Eagles can do this last week. But they've got to get the ball going on the ground better than they have. No question about it. Mark Dominic's our guest, of course, former general manager of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and uh, 25 years in NFL front offices and scouting. He, he, he knows the biz so well. Hey, I, I want to ask you, kind of dig back into your scouting background um, and, and early days. We watched Michael Penix, and 
Uh, you know, there's varying uh, eval- evals on him, but the age piece to it, like one, if if you've evaluated enough to tell me what you think skill wise, that's great. But also the age piece to it, where I don't know, I feel like it's a little different now because rookie quarterbacks are by and large going to start. So if you're older and you're ready to play, it doesn't really matter. Like that first contract becomes even better. Has in in your mind has that piece to it? Your evaluation of players' age and ultimate ceiling changed because of rookie contracts and how valuable those first four years are. Yeah, it, it does a little bit. Um, specifically, the position I think is more of where you let the age, the quarterback world. You know, you're an older quarterback coming in the National Football League. That is not a big deal because we can see guys play 35 to 40 years old, and that's pretty consistent. You talk about defensive tackles coming in the National Football League. Well, we we see a few. It's it's a little bit more of the unicorns that play to 35, 36, but it's more normal for them to play to 28 to 32. So it all depends on the position I think the player plays. Offensive line, maybe a little bit older. We see guys play 34, 35, and, you know, we've seen some of the, the guys that are unique that way too. But it's usually – uh, the quarterback one's probably the one spot where I'd sit there and say age doesn't even come into my mindset because of how long we're seeing the longevity of that position play if they become the player that we all think they can be. So yeah, uh, we're going to see a Black Monday coming up here, right, with a bunch of uh, more moves in terms of general managers possibly and head coaches. You know, if you draft a quarterback and he plays 10 years, that is the lifespan of just about, you know, well, I don't even – what's the right percentage? 85% of coaches and GMs in the NFL are 10 years or less. So, you know, if you get an older quarterback in the draft, it's not a concern. Um, I want to ask you about uh, about David Tepper and the Carolina Panthers. Um, who takes that job, right? I mean, here's a guy who, very demanding, um, has gone through a couple coaches already. Obviously, we saw him dump a drink on somebody, a fan in Jacksonville. That's not, not smart either. And... You know, they moved up to get a quarterback who there's been some decent games, but a lot of people are not sold on Bryce Young. What's the level of attractiveness of that job? Well, it's attractive in that you do have a quarterback that you've got to decide what you thought of him going into it. And if you're a person that believes in Bryce Young, uh, you see that there's only upside potential based off of what he did in his rookie year and what you might be able to get out of going into year two. It's attractive because there is only 32 of these in the world, and and therefore you understand that you're not sure when your your hot name is going to be the one that maybe next year you're not so hot. So I think that you know to be a head coach in the National Football League for where it is financially now and what that means, I still think it's an attractive job. It's certainly not the Chargers that's going to be. To me, that's the icing on the cake job that everybody, I think, is going to be hunting for, trying to grab. But I think the Panthers' job is going to be one that I think you've got to go into it and, and be willing to say no. And I know I just kind of said, you know, there's only 32 of them. But you have to walk through that feeling of how you feel with the owner and what's going to happen with the general manager. Is Scott Fitterer going to stay? Or are they going to have a new general manager in place, too? And maybe that's part of the equation of putting in a whole new puzzle so that you feel like everybody's on the beginning pages of what you want to do in Carolina. Is it an attractive job? It's an average job. You don't have the high pick. You've got a quarterback that obviously didn't perform. But you do have you know very low expectations going into 2024 uh, with a chance to see if you can you know really do something special with this young quarterback who – you know, sadly, just could never find the reins of what he looked like at Alabama at all in the National Football League. Uh, I'm I'm interested in Jordan Love. Do do you think like where are you on your eval of him? It's been an up and down year. There's like four weeks where he was bad, 
four or five weeks where he was great. Last weekend, he was great. Uh, but, it, again, it's been up and down in his first year. Big game this weekend against the Bears. If you're in that front office, what do you think about your quarterback? I think you feel really good about If you look back over the season, understanding the expectations and the pressure that's coming into him, into his first full season, uh, with such a young offensive unit around him, all the skill guys being just basically first- and second-year players, to sit there and say, I can get on page with all these guys, we can make plays, and we're going to be in the postseason hunt. I think you got to feel really good about it. It's not a contract. I don't feel like, wow, let's go ahead and reward the young man. It's another year in the, under the books before I even think about that. But I think you have to be honest with yourself and say, Jordan did a good job in his first campaign. Again, makes me excited for Packer fans because you think about the two tight ends. You think about the young receivers. You think about just everyone on that football team where, you know, another year of an offseason where everybody's on the same page, you feel like you're going to get more and more explosive. So I think it's a very productive first year. I think that they have a legitimate, as we all do, a shot at going to the postseason. And to me, if you'd have told me at the beginning of the season, hey, Jordan Love's going to take this team and the Vikings aren't going to make it, albeit I know that Kirk Cousins is knocked out, I'd have said, wow, that's going to be a great season for Jordan Love. So I've got to give him credit. They, they and the organization uh, have picked some really good players and skilled guys, and, and Jordan Love's done well. Uh, and that's, I think it's something to build on versus, versus some of the other players we've seen this year. Uh, Mark, uh, it's always great to catch up with you and just learn more about football with, with your vast amount of knowledge. Hope you had a great Christmas and Happy New Year. Let's talk next week. Thanks for being our guest. We'll be talking playoffs, Doug. Take care, man. Enjoy the Can't wait. playoffs. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporting handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRat.com sports to see their Bridgestone test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. Be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires at a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Doug Alley, Show Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Direct.com studios. Let's get to a game. Game time! 
This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Uh, by the way, football fans, remember Sunday morning, got Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM. Starts at 9 a.m. Eastern time uh, on Saturdays, 10 a.m. on Sundays on the FoxSportsRadio.com or Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app. Dan Byer, what's the game? Doug, the game today is? Psychic. All right, Psychic. Does Justin Fields on Sunday make a case for or against him staying in Chicago as they face the Packers? Uh, I think four, uh, mostly because I think that Packers defense stinks. Uh, I don't think it changes anything, but he will make a case for All right, Psychic, how many head coaches will be fired following Sunday's NFL slate? Got a bunch of openings, we believe, already, at least interim head coaches. Uh, what number do you think we could see also move on from their head coaches? Eight. Ooh, eight total, like from the three that we've already got to... Yeah. All right, five more possibly. Yeah, the three we already have are the Raiders, but we think we know who's going to fill that one, right? Um, And then Carolina and the Chargers. Add to that Washington. Okay. Add to that New England. That's up to five. All right. right? Um, And then I think there's a couple. I'm not convinced. Atlanta is one, right? Uh, Not totally convinced Eberflus is safe, even though they said Eberflus is safe. All right, we'll see how that one that one ends. Um, you know, I, I think Pete Carroll's safe, but you know, there'll be two others we're not necessarily suspecting. Okay. You know, Detroit, Minnesota, those ones are good. Um, uh, Dennis Allen, I think, is good in New Orleans, but we don't know what happens with Todd Bowles in Tampa. Uh, that's one that is very much up in the air. So I think we'll have eight. All right, Doug, or excuse me, Psychic, how many yes. more seasons will Aaron Rodgers play in the NFL? One. One. Next year is it. Yep. All right, yep, Psychic. Then he'll be a, uh, th- then he'll, he'll wear his tinfoil hat. No, I'm kidding. Will, uh, will Monday's national title game live up to expectations? What are expectations? I just said it's going to be a great matchup between two yeah, teams. I think, uh, yes, I think this one actually does hmm. live up to I think it'll be a very competitive game. Compelling, right? One team throws it well. One team runs it well. Um, you know, future matchup of Big Ten teams, yeah. All right, Psychic. How long will it be before the Spurs make the postseason with Victor Wembenyama? Two years. Two years. And it's not because you saw last night super competitive with uh, with the Milwaukee Bucks, but the depth of talent in the West. I mean, I think the Warriors obviously are going to go through a refresh in the offseason. Lakers appear to be maybe a year away from a refresh, but man, there's so many good teams in the West. I think they're still one more year away from the playoffs. All right, final one. Psychic, will the Warriors make the play-in tournament this season? Right now make on the, the outside play-in. looking in. Make the play-in, not make the playoffs. Play-in, not the playoffs. All right, and that's game time. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. Lots of picks next hour. My five uh, NFL picks, part by five from five. We got the Gambler, where everybody else is going to have to pick. Um, we got Bill Belichick sound. We'll have Brian Billick join us. Get his thoughts on what would it be like to replace Bill Belichick. Right? Oh yeah, and his thoughts on this version of the Ravens. All that's upcoming next as we get you ready for the final weekend of the NFL regular season. The Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 